Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I am a licensed psychologist here in Georgia and it is time for the TT Time with Dr. Tarver is a wellness-based podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. Welcome to the last Wednesday in February. You made it. February is one of the shortest months. It is also a month we have been talking about all things relationships from dating do's and don'ts to how to know when to end a relationship uh, to conversations that we've been having about single uh, singles appreciation and awareness day and now as I uh, have told you have saved the best if you will for last and so this final Wednesday here in February we will be discussing a topic that frequently comes to my attention which is navigating workplace relationships private or personal so you know of the stories you've experienced the stories all of the do's and don'ts that we've talked about in terms of how do we avoid workplace drama and some of the ways that we talk about this is we don't mix personal and professional now depending on how you grew up you may have seen modeled for you where people didn't have relationships with their co-workers. They went to work, they came home. They didn't want to get involved in relationships because they didn't want that conflict. They didn't want that drama. Or you may have seen it modeled where people had healthy work relationships with their co-workers. And so you may have had your parents' co-workers, your grandparents' co-workers, your aunt uncle co-workers show up to different family events. They were considered to be part of the family. Maybe they carpooled together. They may have shared stories. You all may have been involved in organizations as their children together. Like, hey, you pick them up from this sports activity or this debate club or all of these different things that we come to utilize people in our lives for. You may have heard a negative story about how a breakup can affect the work environment. You may have seen an example of this where someone comes to work and uh, perhaps there has been an issue that happened and this person comes into work cursing this person out or there's a big argument or something is left on this person's car outside it's, things are written on it the car is keyed uh, we have um, situations where we find out that employees were involved with supervisors and the drama that that end up ends up causing at the workplace oh you're getting preferential treatment from this supervisor um, or you were in, hanging out with this person and I'm not so they're giving you the best shifts or they're allowing you to have other opportunities because you have a relationship with them that's more than just a collegial relationship and and then we have these uh, comments that we have been taught about how much we share about ourselves right so what is too much we've been we've been told to be mindful about the pictures that we have up in the background don't have pictures of your family members don't have pictures of your spouse don't have pictures of your children because that's inviting people to ask you questions to know more about you than perhaps you're willing to share even when you have uh, different posters up in your office or the type of calendar you have up everything communicates the wallpaper on your on your computer screen all of these things communicate information about us that sometimes we don't want to discuss and so people have said you're on the side of not having things up in your office that way you keep your information private you keep what's going on in your life private and only able to share with those people that you choose to share those things with um, sometimes we have recognized 
that there's been conflict. So when we have invited people in or we've had discussions, then it's turned into an argument at the water cooler about politics or religion or spirituality or how to raise children or um, how to handle things outside of work, problem solving. Oh, I saw you were at this event. We're supposed to be friends. I was watching um, Abbott Elementary, which has become one of my favorite shows. And there was this very conversation about, oh, we're not friends friends. We're work friends. Work friends is different than friends friends. We're friends at work. Uh, and and one of the characters got very upset about that. She said, no, I just thought that we were friends. I didn't know that there was a caveat in terms of what our friendship was. And so we don't want to bring mess into work. Right? People will say, I have enough friends. I don't need work friends. I come to work to work. Uh, you don't need to be having all that information about me uh, because then it, it gives an invitation for pe- people to be messy and start rumors. And I don't want to be dealing with all of that. People can be catty and judgmental. Um, and I don't want to feel obligated to people. They're sharing information. I don't want to feel like I have to share information back with them if they feel like this relationship is something that I don't think it is. I want to make sure I stay in my comfort zone and sharing all this information and having these work relationships doesn't allow me to be able to do that. We have heard the saying, don't work with your family. Uh, some of you have been at family businesses. <laughs> you have seen the family dirty laundry, if you will, being aired out for all the public to see. You have seen situations where people let behavior slide because that's a family member. And so they have difficulty being able to reprimand that person or that person listening to them when they do reprimand them. Um, You have seen uh, where families will often get into nationally publicized. There's there's stealing from the company or um, a person is doing things that other family members were not aware of. And so now you're having to shut down this business. I can't work with you anymore. Um, and they're not showing up on time. They're not working as hard as some of the other co-workers are. And then it's hard to navigate boundaries between them at work because they're wanting to bring in family stuff to work. And they're like, no, we're at work. I don't, we need to have some separation. And that can be tough for family members too because they don't feel like there's that separation when they're working together. Navigating those work conflicts, we know that in any relationship, be it a work relationship or any other type, there's going to be conflict. We're not going to get along all the time. And so what happens when you do something that I find offensive or you took credit for something that wasn't yours or you didn't include me in this project that I had been working on um, or you didn't give me that promotion or um, we're talking about some things at lunch that I thought was private and you bring it back into the work environment and now it's not private anymore we can get to a point where work is really stressful for us we don't even want to go because of all of these different dynamics that are happening work gives us uh, all this anxiety um, and dread Uh, we don't like the conversations our co-workers are having the things that they're talking about or we may feel on the other end of the spectrum like we're isolated and left out there are these cliques that are there at work that I'm not a part of So all of these different work dynamics, and I'm sure some that I didn't even get to, but those are some of the common ones I see. And so people often ask me questions about whether or not it's healthy to have work relationships, how to navigate these work relationships, and and how to have a a stress-free work environment when you potentially have boundaries around the type of relationships that you want to have with coworkers. Now, I want to be very clear that you get to decide what kind of relationships you want to have. So there literally is not a, it's bad to have necessarily relationships with coworkers um, kind of skill set you're going to get from me today as much as is let's make informed decisions about the type of relationships that we have. 
right? I know you all are tired of me. Just better just tell me what to do. Well, I want to give you some information that will be helping you in making the best decision that you can make. But here are some things that I encourage you to consider. All of us have histories and patterns. We go into relationships uh, at work. They are no different than any other relationship that we go into. So we have to be mindful about what these patterns may be. Have I had problems with authority figures in the past? So I have this history of maybe I don't get along with people in supervision. Maybe I don't get along with certain people at my job. Maybe I don't get along well with women. Maybe I don't get along with males. Maybe I don't get along well with certain people of a certain ethnicity. Or, or religious views or political views and I know you all are thinking well we don't need to be talking about that at work in the first place but we do know that that happens uh, and so as we're trying to navigate these things I need to recognize how I respond and when things happen am I the type of person that's going to be very vocal get up in your face we're going to, going to address this right now uh, I don't want hearsay I'm going to bring it to the person at hand. so I'm more direct and maybe assertive it may come across as aggressive to some people whereas uh, you may have a pattern of being more passive in relationships and oh, okay I'll just let it slide I won't say anything about it I don't want to rock the boat I don't want to cause problems right so it's important for us to understand whatever our dynamics are because those are the things that are going to allow us to determine what kind of healthy relationships that we can have at work or if we need to work on things right so do I need a mentor am I trying to figure out how to navigate a workspace and I need some additional guidance with that come on plug for counseling maybe I need to work through some things in counseling because they're starting to show up as patterns in my work environment that are being a hindrance to me being able to be successful not only at work but in interacting with other people because whether or not you decide to be friends with your co-workers you want to have a safe space to work in a trusting environment where you can be collaborative and so that is a type of relationship even if you don't consider it necessarily to be a friendship when we do want to weigh the pros and cons of taking a work relationship to a friendship level to a dating level if, if those for those of you that um, are thinking about dating or becoming friends with people that you work with some people do absolutely see their co-workers as family they get a lot of support from their co-workers and in fact some people would say I get more support from my co-workers than I do my family you know they recognize my birthday they help me celebrate my accomplishments they encourage me to be the best version of myself that I can be um, they offer me suggestions when I need assistance with with kids or I've got questions about hey you all know a good plumber or uh, somebody that fixes roofs right so we have oftentimes in an environment established this familial culture with our co-workers and that absolutely can be a very healthy relationship dynamic but do be mindful that not everybody is going to have that or desires that and so you cannot force that down someone's throat so just because you may want to be a family or have these friendships you have to be respectful of other people's boundaries so if a person says to you I really don't want to share personal information I really don't want to engage and interact outside of work then it's important for you to honor and respect that not take that as a personal slight and not treat them different because they're not choosing to engage because they may have set that boundary because they've had negative experiences with people being very intrusive or untrustworthy in situations like this and so they prefer to keep those boundaries positive relationships in the workplace can be amazing but just like any other relationships they do need to be consensual right and so you need to be understanding of what your work policies are for some work environments they do not encourage people to fraternize outside of the work environment they don't want you hanging out with your supervisor outside of work 
They don't want you hanging out with uh, people that you work with because they don't want the appearance of things being unfair um, or that there are cliques set up. So they may, and not that they necessarily can discourage you from being friends outside of work. However, they may have things in place about if there are, um, right, so we have levels in our workplace. So if you have a management person, we have somebody in leadership, then that person may be discouraged and it may actually be in the policy for them not to engage with people outside of a work setup. In, in other words, so if we're all going to do something, everybody's going to be invited. It won't be select people. It will be us doing a work event. We're having a work dinner or a work lunch um, or a, um, a, a, a work kind of retreat, right? So everybody's getting the same level of access. You may also have policies about not dating. Someone works in your department or someone that works on your team or even for some companies, some some uh, don't want you work uh, having dating relationships with anybody that works there. And they'll often ask up front, do you have family members that work here? Do you have people that you might be engaged in relationships with that work here? Because they don't, again, want that appearance of any kind of differential treatment based on the relationship that you have with someone else, right? So they already are orienting you to that before you even start in most jobs. But they definitely have policies and procedures about how to handle those situations so before you make any decisions about relationships make sure that you are familiar with those policies and procedures and you want to stay away from any relationships that are going to be negative in any way so if people are bullying or harassing discriminating against you making racial slurs uh, the sarcasm being violent aggressive um, discriminating against you in a way that not only is it related to race or ethnicity or, or hair color or skin color or texture, but also discriminating in terms of you're not getting the promotions that you would qualify for. You're not getting the opportunities that you would qualify for uh, because of this discrimination. And those power dynamics, we have to be very, very aware of power dynamics in job situations because it can make you feel obligated, quid pro quo, um, to do something by the suggestion of it. Well, um, if you want to be able to move up, I'm not directly saying to you what to do but if you want to move up then um, you need to be open and flexible to some things right so so the suggestion of of some things that that may not be appropriate you feel obligated pressured to um, engage in some behaviors that that don't feel comfortable for you and be mindful of those power dynamics in relationships in general whether it's a dating relationship or a friendship because those power dynamics can cause conflict in your work environment Oftentimes people talk to me about the difficulty of starting out as a co-worker and then they move up to a supervisory role and then they're trying to navigate, okay, these relationships do need to change on some level because I have to be mindful now that I'm supervising people and we're no longer just peers. And so someone having access to me or being close to me or having the appearance of being close to me may make other people on my team feel like they don't have the same opportunities as this other person does. And we have seen that happen, unfortunately. We've seen where people have gotten um, unfair treatment, whether it was unfair in the sense that they were getting more privileges or not getting access to privileges based on relationships they had with people. So you do, do want to be mindful about that. And I also encourage people, spread your friendships around. Spread your dating relationships around. Are you only making friends 
with your coworkers? Are you only dating your coworkers? You want to be able to have some variety because oftentimes when we're just we're dating or we're making friends based on proximity, closeness, we're working together um, and access, then those relationships may not last. What if uh, a person leaves this job? What if they leave this position? What if they go somewhere else? And we don't have any foundation other than we work together. And so outside of that, we're not able to keep this connection. So it's important that you have some variety. And then also that you think about, am I trying to get some needs met at work? So do I have some codependency needs that I'm trying to get met through these relationships with people that I'm trying to create um, people to uh, create these relationships to fill these voids in my life. And so I'm using people in ways that may not necessarily be a healthy dynamic for me. And I, again, need to be addressing those things in therapy. I tell people to know your family. <laughs> so if you're trying to make a decision about whether or not you want to work with your family members, take into account all of their behaviors. If they didn't show up to work when they weren't working with you, they're not going to show up to work when they are working with you. If they were bad with money before. They're going to be bad with money now. If they didn't have good customer service, then they're not going to have good customer service now. Uh, we, you know, I talked to you all about past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. So whatever you saw in them before, Know that that's going to show up in the work environment and be honest with yourself, too, about am I going to be able to give a family member the same type of feedback that I would give a non-family member? Am I going to be able to be honest with them when I need them to step it up, when I have to address, address an issue with them? Are they going to be receptive? Are they going to be able to hear this feedback? And am I going to feel comfortable giving them this feedback, particularly if they are in a, a role of, um, of, of esteem in the family? This is grandma. Or mama, am I going to feel uh, like I can say something to my elder, right? So these cultural dynamics that you have to navigate um, in, in your families, right? So what what is the expectation? And sometimes people have an expectation that you're supposed to take care of them. They just showing up, uh, put their name on the road to get a check because you are you are required to give that to them. So be very mindful about about that. And if you have to make a tough decision, would you be able to fire this person? Would you be able to discipline this person, right? Because sometimes we're like. Ugh. That would be really uncomfortable. That would cause some conflict in the family. Um, that would probably put a wedge between uh, family members and, and, and cause some unnecessary tension at work. So you want to be careful about those kind of dynamics, too. And you want to be mindful, too, about what are your employees going to think about you having family members there that you're treating different than you're treating them, even though they might be at the same level or, or other employees may be at a higher level, but they're getting uh, lesser than treatment because they're not a family member. Addressing work conflicts. It is important to address things so they do not fester. And there are a lot of things to take into consideration. Right? So how we talk to people, some of those personality dynamics. It may be that, because of course we always recommend that you try to talk to the person first. Right? We want to go straight to the source when we can. However, we recognize those um, dynamics, those personality dynamics are not in a good place, unhealthy, um, we have had tension, we bumped heads before, uh, we have a hard time talking through things, then I might want to get a mediator in there. That might be, and we want to follow our chain of command, that might be an immediate supervisor, that might be a department manager, that might be HR, there may be a, a, a consultant at work that handles conflict resolution. So you want to be able to utilize all those resources, but go ahead and address that issue so it doesn't continue to, to put a wedge between things. And sometimes conflicts can be easily resolved once we talk them through. It could have been misunderstanding. 
Um, it might be that there needs to be training and education. It may be that there needs to be um, some disciplinary action, yes, taken because a person is violating some rules and regulations. But once those things happen, then you can get that, that space back intact. And, and I will tell you, I, I don't ever want you to be in a situation where you are in danger. So if somebody is volatile or, or aggressive um, or abusive, then I don't want you putting yourself in a situation where you're going to be in a space with this person by yourself, nor do I want you to put yourself in a space where you think someone might be not, maybe not be honest about the exchange. And so you want to have somebody there with you, a witness, someone who can account for what actually happened, right? And you might want to have to, um, at times, uh, consult with a legal professional, right? So you want to know all your options. You want to make sure that you are doing things that protect you, that you know your your rules, that you know the guidelines, that you understand your code of conduct, that you have your, your manual, and that you're also using the appropriate resources in those situations. And I think it's important for us to recognize that people are human beings, right? When we can connect with the humanity in others, oftentimes we can engage with them in a different way. So I'm not taking this, because um, everything is not personal. Some stuff is absolutely personal. You have been targeted. Um, this person is a bully or they're harassing you, right? And this is absolutely personal. But sometimes, again, it's a misunderstanding or miscommunication and a person was not aware. And that doesn't mean that uh, intent negates impact, but they weren't aware that you took a situation in a certain way. And this conversation could really clear that up, right? So we just, that humanity of let me give this person an opportunity to see what was going on with them at, at the time. I do I think uh, want to highlight as well, your worth is not dictated by your work. And oftentimes we feel like if we don't have a lot of work relationships that are close, these friendships, this family that we've created, um, if I'm not doing well in this environment, if people are not affirming me and I'm not getting these accolades, then I don't feel good about myself. So it's important for you to be able to separate your worth from your work. It's important that you have things that nurture you and give you meaning and purpose outside of work, that work is not the totality of your existence because then you are going to personalize. So when people are giving you feedback, you're not going to take that as feedback about your work. You're going to take that as feedback about your worth. All right. And so now people don't like me and they're being mean to me and they're being critical of me. And now I feel like I've disappointed people and, and I'm having all of these negative emotions and responses is messing with my mental health because I can't separate out this feedback um, about me as a person, right? That's how I'm looking at it. Like, no, this isn't feedback about you as a person. This is feedback about work, right? And so I need to be able to hear that. So it's important that you take responsibility for what is yours. Your success and your failure are dependent on a lot of different things. Part of it is you, but some of it is environmental. And so I want to take uh, responsibility for my part. Hey, you know what? I didn't prepare for that workshop really well. I got up there and it showed that I wasn't able to answer questions. I wasn't able uh, to respond and, and move through this presentation in a way that was engaging, right? So that's mine to take. Um, if the facility doesn't have enough resources and I had to, to deal with these note cards because I didn't have PowerPoint, right? I, I did the best that I could do. So we need to be able to separate out the two things. And again, we want to make sure that we are um, as we're navigating through these worth issues, recognizing if there is that codependency, if I am looking for this affirmation in these ways, because that can show up as a worth issue too um, in, in, in this um, me personalizing the feedback piece. And, and also me trying to perceive relationships as having more depth than they actually do, uh, because I'm thinking we're over here best friends and, and we're just, we work well on this team. 
right? So being able to have that clarity as well. Boundaries are a big one, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this piece about the boundaries because to me it is the most important. You always have to have boundaries in any kind of relationship. Work is no different. So whether you are deciding to share information and and develop these closer relationships with your coworkers or whether you are deciding, I don't want to share a lot of personal information, but I will talk to you about how I work best, how I receive feedback, um, the ways that I can complement the team. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be trustworthy. I'm going to be um, the type of person that you can count on. I'm going to be punctual. Uh, Whenever there is something needed that I can assist with, I'm going to step in, right? Because these are ways for us to show up too. This is a way to have relationships as well. I'm still creating a a comfortable and transparent work environment because I'm focusing on my skills as a team member as opposed to more personal information. And that is absolutely acceptable and appropriate, right? So it does not have to be we're out hanging out all the time or we're talking all the time, we're messaging during the day for me to show up and be a team member, right? But you just have to navigate how you're going to show up and be clear about that and be consistent about it about that if you do not want people asking you questions about things then again be mindful of the kind of things you have in your office the kinds of things you're talking about because you're giving people access to you as you're sharing information so you're saying oh my coworkers are so nosy they're prying but I'm giving them all this information so they want to know more right so I need to be mindful of making sure that my boundaries are in place and that I'm not only just communicating those boundaries, that I'm following through. Hey, I don't get into workplace gossip. Please don't bring that to me. So you can't sit over here and say, I don't want to be involved in this, but everybody bringing this to you, right? So that's your way of saying, come on, miss, uh, have a seat. How was your day today? You also want to make sure that you are in an environment that is a safe space, right? All workplaces are not a safe space. And as we're navigating whether or not to have these conversations, how to address things in my office, I need to know if this is the type of office that addresses things. Are we talking about bias? Are we talking about power dynamics? Do we have a section on harassment and discrimination in our, our manual? Do we have a manual? Do we even have anything that uh, op- is, is how we're operating in terms of a handbook in this workspace? Right. Sometimes there are going to be uncomfortable conversations. We do need to bring up things because they're affecting our, our work climate. Right. So we got a hostile work environment here. People are saying stuff that's really inappropriate. Um, there's some discrimination going on. There are some uh, gender. There's some gender bias going on. We want to address those things. But I need to make sure this is a safe space for me to address it. Or again, looking at my support resources, what is the best way for me to do that? Is that EEO? Is that um, that again, that I, I need to get an attorney. Do I need to have a supervisor? I need to have an advocate. There needs to be an independent person coming into the company. So these are part of those boundaries too. And me recognizing, okay, what is going to be the safe space for me to carve around myself to make sure that I'm protected, I'm safe, and that my mental health stays intact. Because you have to navigate for that for yourself. Not all environments are going to have that in, in place. And be prepared when you do want to have discussions to actually have a discussion. Right, so a lot of times we want to bring up issues, but then we don't really want to talk about them. Right, so if I'm bringing something up, do know that it's going to be conversations about it. There's going to be follow-up. So I want to make sure that as you're deciding how I want to address things, what do I want to address, that there is going to be some dialogue about that. And go ahead and decide what you're comfortable with. Do I want to talk to people about my children and my partner and my hobbies and my interests and what I do outside of work, my faith, my, you know, and a lot of times people will say that's not for the workplace, but for some people that is, that's a part of who they are. And so, yes, they pray every morning um, when they come in, they pray before they eat, right? So they're sharing information with you just by those habits. 
And so we want to make sure that whatever you're doing, that you recognize, hey, some people may have some questions. You can decide what you want to share and not share, um, how you want to respond to things. But go ahead and think about those things ahead of time so that you're not in a situation where you're being reactive when someone does ask you. Okay? You can have healthy work relationships. And in fact, healthy work relationships are one of the most protective factors in a work environment. It can make a big difference in your work experience when you have these very nurturing relationships in your workspace. However, you can also navigate a space where you can have transparency and be a team member and be a team player um, and make sure that you're showing up. But without you giving a lot of revealing information about yourself, that makes you uncomfortable. It's just important that you think about headphones fell off. Uh, it's important that you think about why am I sharing information? What am I getting from this? How is it going to contribute to the work environment? Is it going to set up some unhealthy dynamics in my work environment? And am I showing up as the professional that I want to be in the work environment? And whatever it is that you're desiring to be your intended message, we just want to make sure it's consistent and it's healthy. Be well.